The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk tech with a former executive from one of the most prominent companies in the MarTech industry. Joining us is Jennifer Byrne, who is a technology advocate working towards the future where everyone has the tools to thrive in the digital world. A veteran of the technology industry where she created digital transformation strategies for some of the biggest companies and governments in the world, including her time spent as the CTO of Microsoft US. So far this week, Jennifer and I have talked about how she navigated a non-traditional career in technology. Yesterday, we talked about her current focus, which is understanding and helping the future of work. And today we're going to talk about how we can all use technology for empowerment and improving the workforce. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Jennifer Byrne, former CTO of Microsoft. Jennifer, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to continue our conversation Yesterday, we were talking about the future of work and how there is a transition for, let's call it non-technology-centric labor to have to learn technological skills to move forward in their career or just to stay in the workforce. And that's a really big challenge. And so I wanted to talk through some of the ways that we as marketers and as technologists can start thinking about how to give back. You've had a very successful career. You've been the CTO at a Fortune 50 company, and now you're really taking an altruistic path to understanding the use of technology and and help people. And I want to contribute. So let's talk through some of the ways that we can use technology to empower various groups that are impacted by the changing of the times. Talk to me about some of the areas that you're thinking about, whether it's finding jobs, helping local communities, you know, walk me through how you think about where technology can help people feel empowered? Well, there's a lot of ways that it can do that. A couple maybe are good in this conversation. I think, first of all, technology can solve a lot of the problems that it creates. So if you think of technology as inadvertently creating a scenario where a lot of people aren't going to have the skills they need to do the job they want, then technology can also help solve that problem by creating online programs and digital access to those very skills that people need. And that was not the case, you know, even 10 years ago or even five years ago, like this shift to it's now okay to have online certifications on your resume 
that was not the case, frankly, as a person who's hired a lot of tech people all that long ago. And it's becoming more acceptable for people to say, I took 100 six-week courses on these topics. And we love to see that as hiring managers. And they can do that because there's all sorts of platforms that are out there that'll make those skills available. So I think technology, you know, is solving that problem that it has also created. Another thing that's interesting and related is that it's a pretty fast moving industry. And that's something that people can take advantage of. If you wanted to, you know, say, okay, this marketing gig, I love it. I want to go figure out something else to do or wherever you are. I want to go be an accountant. You're going to go back to school for four years or you're going to go back to school for a couple of years because that is the expectation within the finance profession. There's an expectation of the kind of education and training and certification that you need in order to be good in that profession. And that is true in healthcare as well. You can't just say, I want to go be a nurse. You actually have to go to school to be a nurse and it takes a certain amount of time. I took an online course on orthopedic surgery. Give me the scalpel. It doesn't work that way. I mean, you could try. At least I hope. I definitely hope not. In technology, you can actually do that. You can wake up and reinvent yourself. That's very personal to me because I got my career in technology that way as well. It was a similar scenario in the late 90s because there was a huge demand for tech jobs and there weren't a lot of people available. And so the bar was lowered a little bit and I was able to go back to school for a year and wake up in nine months and actually get a tech job. And I think that's true now. So there is a shift there that I think is something that people can take advantage of. Yeah, that's really interesting. You took the words out of my mouth in terms of the pace of not only change, but innovation. And I think that that's a positive thing for people that are thinking about new roles and working in new industries. And I generally say this about social media. There's no time where you're behind in the learning curve of social media because the platforms iterate so quickly and the feature set changes so quickly that no matter when you start, you're only six months behind, right? The tools and technologies, what's really relevant and what works right now has been out for three to six months. And guess what? It's going to change by the end of the year. That means that there's always opportunity because there's always innovation. So you can be on the cutting edge. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex ready to take your team from I think to I know, then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot 
I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. What advice do you have for people that are entering in a new role, a new job function in terms of not only how to get educated, but how to hit the ground running and how to sort of educate themselves on the real world practices of a new job? I think that social media has created an environment where branding yourself and having a story about yourself is extremely important. We all do it, whether we are trying to do it or, you know, many of your listeners who are marketing professionals, they do it for a living. We're all doing it to a certain extent. And so it's become the expectation that if I look at somebody's LinkedIn profile, I want to see their story. I want to understand the why of what they're doing. And the why is super important because it gives me a clue as to somebody's, whether they are really authentically interested in the job that they're trying to get, is it in line with the arc of their own story? And if they can tell that well, then that's really compelling. I think when you're making a career move, you know, anybody who hires you is taking a bit of a chance on you. And so they're looking not just for your technical skills, but they're looking for the whole story. There is a marketing component to what we're talking about. I mentioned before that the transition that a lot of people that are getting into the workforce or changing jobs, they have to understand what skills they need to learn, what direction they want to head. They have to go through the process of learning the skills. The barrier to entry there has lowered. You can take your online courses now. But it really does come down to a marketing challenge to be able to find and land that job. And, you know, I think about it from a couple of different perspectives. You mentioned personal branding, having a narrative, understanding the problems that you could solve, being able to tell the story of how you're getting from point A to point B and what your point C is. And then there's the idea of distributing the message, getting it into the hands of the people that matter the most. What are the technologies that you can think of where people that are entering the workforce can use to make sure that they're accurately targeting the right people once they've figured out what their message is? I think LinkedIn is the platform. Said like a true former Microsoft employee. I I know. (laughs) But you're right. And I swear they're not paying me anymore. So... I think LinkedIn is still the platform of choice, particularly for tech jobs, because that's where all the tech recruiters are. That's where all the sort of tech hiring managers are. They just happen to be on that platform. So if you do nothing else, you do that. And Upwork is great if you're trying to freelance to get your foot in the door. You know, there's always the canonical problem of, you know, how do I get the job without the experience? But without the experience, I can't get the job. So you got to start somewhere and freelance is a great place to do that. So look, the bigger thing is actually spending time figuring out what kinds of skills you think you need and how you string together your story. I think there are plenty of platforms, lots of recruiting agencies that you can use for tech jobs. And there's a huge demand for tech jobs too. It just isn't a big problem to find opportunities. It's a bigger problem to make sure that you've positioned yourself well to go get one of them. Last question I have for you is you think about how technology is evolving and how it's impacting the workforce. When you look into your crystal ball, what do you think is coming next? We're going through this transition now where people are hopefully learning new skills and we're kind of having trouble connecting the dots between people that are developing digital skills and finding jobs. Is this a problem that you think is going to continue? You know, what does the future look like in terms of technology in the workforce? Well, that's the biggest question because nobody really knows. There are lots of smart people that are trying to figure this out. 
I think one prevailing conversation in this area is that it's not jobs necessarily that will go away. It's, jobs aren't going to get reorganized. Tasks will get reorganized. Any job, if you really dissect any job, there are probably anywhere between eight and 80 things, discrete tasks within that job, depending on what it is. The technology isn't going to do all of those things and not going to do them all overnight. Technology is going to pick off a little bit. Like you talk about sales. I was in sales for a long time and there's a lot of sales automation technology, as you might know. And so it's not like you're going to wake up one day and you're not going to need salespeople anymore. What you are going to do is sort of eat or chip away at certain tasks that a salesperson will do. And so this shift Yes. Is it going to continue? Absolutely. It will continue. Will it continue at a pretty fast pace? Absolutely. I think within generations, people who are 30 now, by the time they're 50, I think the job market and their job won't look anything like it did when they started. So I think it is changing fast, relatively speaking, but it's going to change in a very small increments. And where it's going to change is that it will pick off anything that's a routine task. What's going to remain are non-routine things, whether that's non-routine, like you're a gardener and your job is actually really non-routine because the seasons change and one month you're raking leaves and the other one you're planting flowers. That's not routine. Or it's being a therapist, which is a non-routine kind of work. If you go to work every single day and you never quite know what you're going to be doing that day, you have a very non-routine job, likely not automatable. If you have a job where you walk in every day and you pretty much know what your day is going to look like, then you could assume that your job is pretty routine and that's the sort of where technology can play a bigger role. So just in terms of, you know, from a personal perspective, who needs to be worried? That's one way to look at it, but it's all going to change and it will change in yes, small increments. Good. And I think the other shift that we haven't really discussed is I believe that there is a shift from traditional employment relationships, from the W-2'd employees to people wanting to be more independent and self-serving. Hey, I was a coal miner. I developed skills in digital advertising. I went on to Fiverr, and now I found 50 different jobs that I can do in the digital advertising sphere, and I get to work for myself. So I think that there's a dynamic shift potentially amongst who are the employers, employees, and what those relationships look like as opposed to jobs versus work. Maybe that's a conversation for another day. But either way, Jennifer, it's been an honor and privilege to have you on the show. I appreciate how you've taken an approach to a non-traditional career. You've been a innovator in your field, and then you have also focused your time on being altruistic and thinking about how to support other people with the skills that you've learned. Thank you for coming on and being our guest. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jennifer Byrne, former CTO of Microsoft, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Jennifer, you could find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Jennifer A. Byrne 1, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-A-B-Y-R-N-E, the number one, or you could visit her website, which is jenniferburntalks.org. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
ASAP. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.